Hey guys, welcome to a very special edition of After Buzz TV, the concert experience. We're here with singer-songwriter Colette Carr, so don't go anywhere. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, I like this. We got Playhouse. Well, welcome to our very special edition of After Buzz TV, the concert experience. Don't forget to find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, subscribe. You know, you know what to do by now. I am very excited to be in the studio with Colette Carr. I'm Nikki Preston, and you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Nikki, Nikki Preston TV. And of course, my beautiful co-host. I'm Jamie Banks, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks underscore. And also during this lovely show, you can tweet us and um, just mention our names, and maybe I'll read your comment. Mm-hmm. So thanks so much, Colette, for being with us. Thanks for having me. I love how interactive you are with your listeners and everything. Like I was reading that you were gonna dye your hair either like blue or pink or like pick a color, and you, I guess, you went with rainbow. It yeah, looks like. I did a, a little poll on Twitter, and I listened. So if they had said blonde, I would have gone with blonde, but <laughs> rainbow won. So mm-hmm. here I am. It's I faded though, really quickly. Mm-hmm. I was noticing that because I was looking at your pictures over at Coachella over the weekend. I'm like, oh yeah, it looks awesome. And then when I saw you today, I'm like, want want less, little no, less. It looks great. It looks so good, the though. trick is you're not mm-hmm. supposed to take hot showers, but I definitely crank it all the way up. And yeah, took took <laughs> <That's how you're laughs> four hot showers yesterday because I covered myself in paint for a photo shoot. Which I do often. I love that. I, <laughs> yeah. Is it because, like, don't you have a background a little bit in, in painting and mm-hmm. art? Is that why, like, for a lot of your pictures, you love to have glitter and paint? Yes. And I think I saw a silly string in some mm-hmm. pictures. Yeah, I just wanted to incorporate what I do on my spare time with what I do while I work. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a fun meeting of the two things. I love to paint. That's what I do every time I have any time off. So I decided to put two and two together. First Makes time sense. I did it, it made so much sense. I was like, this is how it's going to be for the rest of the... Is it uncomfortable, though? Because you're probably shooting for quite a while it's and then to be, so like, drenched amazing. in paint and stuff? You have really? to try it. It's the okay. best. Yeah. So you won't get mad if I steal your idea. And do no, do it. <laughs> I encourage everybody to cover themselves in glitter and paint. Okay, definitely. So you went to Coachella this weekend? I did. How was that? It was exhausting and awesome, yes. I was, like, more interested in the food than anything else, which is just, like, not acceptable. But they have this rose garden there where all of these chefs fly in and the food was out of control. So I had ramen and hot dogs and pizza and everything. Ramen? You could do that, like, in your own home. I'm surprised. (laughs) It was amazing. Comfort food, though. It's good. Why? No, no, no. Like, ramen. Like, full-on with, like, the egg. Oh, really? Like, oh, like, legit, like... Not, like, cup of noodles. Not, like, cup of noodles. I'm like, cup of noodles. I'm like, can't even say this. Now, I see that you were actually making care packages for Coachella for some of your fans. I was so curious. I'm like, I want one. What What are in these packages? So, I put together... In a Pikachu backpack, some colored zinc, glitter, some like face paint, Mm -hmm. uh, bubbles, and then I made these custom Oakley sunglasses with rhinestones and a really cool vintage hat. Um, What else did I put in there? Just things that I feel like you need at a festival. So chapstick. Yeah. Oh yeah, very that's a good smart, one. right? Especially, I should have put some yeah. Tylenol in there, yeah, but I didn't. Tylenol, <laughs> maybe a flask and alcohol. Right. <laughs> no, but that's cool. So, well, let's get started. Let's talk about uh, Playhouse. I absolutely love this song. Your first single I'm off so your happy, second album. Yeah. And we, in a minute, we're gonna get to a little bit of it. But 
I do you feel like you can kind of relate to your character because I love in the video how you're this you know 1950s housewife with the, the perfect home the perfect husband and and he's pretty hot by the way too you did you get to cast him I did Good choice. I was very into the behind the scenes of the making of the video. So I cast him and I picked the wardrobe and I picked the props and the location and everything to do with it as indie artists typically do. Mm -hmm. So uh, this character is really just... I wanted to play it in the 50s because that's when I feel like people actually played house. And now I really don't feel like there's the modern day woman. There's nothing... that you can really portray. There's no like normal cliche anymore. So that's why I was in the 50s. But the character is actually pretty misunderstood because she's just making a a nice meal for this guy. And he's Mm. seeing these crazy things because he's absolutely out of his mind, insecure, and... So it's more him then. It's not, because when we're watching the video, you we should crazy. play a clip now. You're the one who looks crazy. <laughs> of course I am. Yeah, because that's, that's how he portrayed me see, so in our relationship. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like you can relate to that in, in person? You're with someone, or there was someone There was someone, yeah. Was, yeah, I heard in an interview with MTV, there was someone that you were serious about, and you kind of finally felt like, okay, I can have kids with this guy, I can settle mm-hmm. down, but did you have the same feeling of maybe I don't want to settle down, I'm just not not ready? Well, that was like I met him and I wrote that song. So that's why mm-hmm. it was kind of crazy to just confess my love to someone via lyrics. That mm-hmm. was strange and embarrassing. So after I kind of like got to know him, he was very insecure and everything I did, he would just assume the worst. So if I made him a dinner, he would be like, why? Why are you doing this? Did you cheat on me? Like, (laughs) is the world ending? Do you know something? I don't know. So I wrote the treatment after I figured this out about him and I kind of exploited the darker side to our relationship. And I thought that was interesting instead of just... You know, kissing a guy and holding hands in a video. So I'm guessing he's not in the picture anymore. That's a good guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true, though. I mean, there's so many times with guys, like, I feel like guys more, like, if they do something wrong, they'll make you dinner or they'll, like, buy you jewelry. So, you know, maybe that shows kind of some of his character. So I think it was good to get out Yeah. Then. Well, let's play a clip of the video. This is one of my favorite parts because you're in the kitchen and now you're really not going crazy. I guess you're trying hard, but... It looks like you're going crazy there. I'm just cutting an onion. And he sees me crying and, you know. <laughs> and he's like, no, no. But definitely a good choice with casting there for sure. And I, I love all your outfits. Do you I love want the his hair. number? I do, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make yeah, it happen. Yeah. <laughs> so how is working with Shane Direct? Drake. Excuse me, Shane Drake, who's Epic. directed Taylor Swift and Flo Rida and Tim McGraw. He's unreal. The reason why I really was like, oh my God, super interested in working with this person is he made one of my favorite videos of all time, which is I Write Sins, Not Tragedies by Panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. That was one of those videos I saw as a kid where I was like, oh my God, music videos are so yeah. cool. I want to make music. So that was incredible. I sent him the song just to kind of see if he was like interested in giving me ideas or brainstorming. I didn't expect him to want to direct it. And he was like, I think this song's a hit. I want to do the video, which was amazing. So it was just a game changer. It was a different level for me. He's super professional. His team is incredible. They flew in from Nashville. 
we were on schedule. This is something that doesn't happen in the music industry. We started at six. We ended at six. It was a miracle. His energy, like, you know those people just light up everybody around them? He just got everybody up the way an espresso can't. That is awesome. And now, do you feel like he influenced you to kind of change your sound a little bit, or is it coming from you more? Because I feel like some of your songs are a little bit slower, a little more personal than songs well, in the past. Well, he's just a director, so he didn't write the song with me or anything okay. like that. He didn't produce the song, so he came in after the songs were already done. But Frank Music, the producer, had a lot to do with the sound changing. It, it, I really don't see this change that everyone else sees because for me this is just another page out of my diary another day so but I get listening back to the rap stuff how this is completely different but if you listen to Schizo which is my first album there's a song on there called Kill Switch there's also a song called Hearsay F16 and they all are in this same world and when I got back in the studio with Frank Music to make this EP for Static Start and then Playhouse I told him that I wanted to stay in the world of Kill Switch. So my song inspired the next EP and then... Cool, and we went on from there. I know, I kind of agree with you because, yeah, everyone is like, I do hear it. I know there's a difference, but I don't think it's as huge of a difference as everyone wants to kind of yeah. say and, and make it. But, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, no, because in an interview, um, to quote you, you said, I vow to grow a pair this time, take chances, reveal my soul, and tell stories about my shitty relationships by tapping into areas that might cause pain. Yeah. And I, I love that. Like, is there certain areas in, in your life, not to get, like, too deep, but you feel like you've been writing about more well yeah I mean I had a major problem that you know shout out to my therapist we're dealing with it um I was fixing men that was like kind of my thing so I was like in these terrible relationships that if I wasn't writing about them I was going crazy so I finally grew a pair and started writing about them because when I was on Interscope there was so much pressure to write party songs that were super happy and then you're in the studio every single day and you're like, I haven't gone to a party since I was 15, mm -hmm. so what am I writing about? So I kind of gave myself room to like go to Vegas, throw a house party, meet some guys, fall in love, get my heart broken, break some hearts, you know? Mm, exactly. And then I came back in the studio with a lot on my plate. So I, I had a lot to write about and I just kept it real. Do you feel like you've grown since? Yeah. I mean, I went from... a. The 32B to a 32C just <laughs> over the summer. Awesome. You're still so young, too. I mean, you know, you've like, done so much with your life already. And, you know, I'm so excited to see where else your career is going to take you. I'm excited. Yeah, I have no idea what to expect. I never would have thought that I would start my own label, but here I am. And this is my first single. I couldn't be prouder. It's on the radio charts. It's climbing right now it's a really exciting time for me this video is on mtv and every time my friends are at la fitness like i saw your video which is like mm -hmm. such a win but then it kind of stings because i'm like ugh, i don't work out mm -hmm. i should really work out it's just a constant reminder i know i saw it the other day i was like doing like the leg extension and we have the little tv there i'm like oh my at god LA fitness? <laughs> yeah at la fitness i'm gonna see her in a couple days everybody <laughs> keeps sending me like i saw your video at la fitness i saw your video and i'm like yeah and then i'm like oh i should really you, really you need to make to an gym. appearance. I was actually working out a month ago, and they had a DJ in there, I think, to get people really? pumped up. It was like, yeah, a new member night or something, and it, they turn it into a party there. You should go, you know. I tried SoulCycle, and it was, like, the closest I've been to a nightclub in so long. <laughs> Have you been? No, no. What's that? It's, like, 50 girls on, on bikes, 
dancing music. to oh, wow. music, like cool. full on DJ sets. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. And you sing along, and the music's so loud you can't hear each other, and there's like fans blowing and fog machines and strobe lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to check it out then. You definitely, yeah, got to tell me about that. Now, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but are you willing to do a little freestyle for us? A little rap? A little rap, I heard you talking earlier that you dabble in this field as well. No. Not at all? (laughs) No, not at all. I I like to think I do, but no, not at all. Like, I'll just do, like, one Eminem song and think I'm a rapper or something. Which one? But not at all. What's your go-to? This is my only line. Like, nowadays, everybody got to talk. Like, they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. A motherfucker's act like they forgot about Dre. Nowadays, everybody want to talk. Like, they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips. Just a bunch of gibberish. A motherfucker's act like they forgot about Dre. Nice. So yeah, let's hear a freestyle from you. Okay. Well, this is the song I would open up with on the LMFAO tour in Canada. It's called F16. And I'll do it faster than the normal tempo because that impresses people. <laughs> I'm impressed. Right. I know, I'm already impressed. <laughs> got me wrapped up in a zigzag. Got me thrown back like who the hell is that? Dick neck, petty whack, give it all a bone back, break me up, piece that Kit Kat, cognac, brush it on my lipstick, hit me with throwback, small and white and fresh, chew me up like a tic tac, hit me with a clip to the click to the clock, everything passed in a flash of a Kodak. So run, ready, man, but as fast as you can. Hit me with the numb, with the jack, to the chan. Gotta put it down like a bad hand with a Mac 10, like a backhand man, but back when you were chased down like a Pac Man, upside down in the world in a handstand. Now I see your eyes in the eyes of Cat Scan. How can we rob it if you can't be but Batman? Uh. Damn, oh. that is awesome. Very impressive. So you gotta be so focused for that. Oh. Yes. <laughs> well, I I'm guess. Impressed. Maybe I'm, I'm on those limitless things. Well, it's crazy to me that you got your start actually freestyling on a concert at the game. I believe so you guys have a clip that of that. Moment. Yeah, let's check it out. Yeah. The clip. You wanna check it? Okay. Do you remember that night? Can you, do you still vividly yeah. remember it? Well, first of all, I get asked about that night every single day, so it's hard <laughs> to forget, but it was a very fun night. My sister and I snuck into a concert. Ooh. They asked if somebody could freestyle. A girl went up there, and she was really bad, and my sister was like, you should do it. And I was like, oh, are we going to get kicked out? So I went up there. That's what I did. Um, that was off the dome, so I just made it up as I went. Oh, wow. I used to do that at parties all the time, and I, like, retired that because I would, like, freestyling is really negative. You kind of just, like, poke at people's mm-hmm. insecurities and mm-hmm. make fun of people. And I made a guy cry once, and that's oh. the night I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. So I started making pop music that hopefully makes people happy, or I write about my problems, and hopefully people can relate and they see some kind of light at the end of the tunnel through my music. That's so, such a good point. Um, before <laughs> that moment, did you actually want to be a rapper or did that moment just kind of bring it out in you? I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life that night at all. I was a tennis player. I was going to be pro. I got a back injury. I couldn't play anymore. I started taking improv classes, acting classes. I was super lost. Started going on auditions, booking things and being like, I don't want to do this with my life. I don't want to sign mm-hmm. a five-year contract. This is ridiculous. So I would freestyle at parties because my ex at the time did that. And he was so bad that I was like, I wonder if, you know, I could help him. (laughs) And that's when I started freestyling. And this night was the night that I realized that that's what I wanted to do. And I went home and I told my mom and dad, I was like, hey, I'm going to be a rapper. 
they said, okay, great. And it's cool too how there's so many times in your career where like even there you're like, oh yes, I made it. But you keep like climbing the ladder. Like then when Nick Cannon discovered your Back It Up video, that was another time where you're like, oh, this is like the, the well, next the Back It Up journey, video was you know? number one on MTV. Mm-hmm. And that for me was like, wow. Then I was, yeah, discovered by Nick Cannon, who's the most incredible guy ever. Learned a lot from him. We made a mixtape. The mixtape got 150,000 downloads. We pulled it offline because... Mm-hmm. There, you know, there's like copyright issues or whatever, mm-hmm. boring stuff. And then from there, I became like the number one person on MySpace. And then Billboard magazine named me like best music you've ever heard. And then I'm signed to Jimmy IV now. I'm at Interscope. I'm on tour with the 30,000 people at night. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of really weird, cool, amazing things have happened. And it's so funny that you say that because it's like, yeah, I made it. And then you wake up the mm-hmm. next day and you're like, hey. What's the next? And it's always goal. like that's what I'm seeing, like the next thing and the next thing. Do you you ever feel like you know you're you're there? I just I feel like with this type of career and industry, you always want more. And how do you kind of just be like I'm you know I'm I'm cool or you know you may feel that way. Am I happy where I am? Am I content with you know everything? Well, I am very very happy with where I am, and I try to stay in the moment. So when people ask me like, where do you see yourself in ten years? Mm-hmm. I have no idea because if I were focusing on that, then I would miss what's happening right now. So, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I do. I feel incredibly grateful for the team that I have right now and the label that I started and the success of Playhouse and the the EP. You practice meditation, right? So it's like a mindfulness Mm -hmm. kind of thing, being in the moment. You Mm -hmm. have to. And now with Back It Up, I love that video because I love, once again, how you let yourself go free and be crazy and wearing the straight jacket and it looked like you had these cool contacts Mm -hmm. in. And we have a clip of that too. And do you work with fire too as well? That's not me. Oh. No, I won't go in that. No way. I would would catch on fire. I have too much hairspray in my hair. (laughs) Let's check out a clip from this one. It's me. Especially that scene. I love it so much with like the lipstick and the background and oh I love it. Yeah, so who developed the concept for that one? I knew exactly what I wanted to do for this. This was a weird time for me where I was like I didn't even know about singles. I didn't know about pop structure. I didn't know how to write a song. I was just like, I would come in with my Blackberry full of lyrics and record music with the cataracts in their, at the time it was a studio in their bedroom. And this song, I just saw this video and I was like, I need to do a tribute to my uncle who had just passed away, who's schizophrenic. And he used to call me Schizo. So I, I was like, my album's gonna be called Schizo. And this is like four years before my album even came out. And this video was in my head. So what you see is something that I, like, dreamt up. And I'm really happy it came together as well as it did. The blacklight thing Mm -hmm. and all of those people in there are either from my acting class that I was in at the time or they're actually insane. (laughs) So So you self-produced that video, right? Mm -hmm. So did you just call upon favors to get it done or how did you get it done? Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm shooting a video. I I did a full casting session. There was this one guy who could, like, pull his cheeks super far. He said he was, like, Elastic Boy or something. (laughs) I didn't cast him because I went with the the dude that 
claims he's the only person in the world that can stick 70 straws in a potato. Like, mm. for me, that was really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in the video. Did he actually stick 70 straws mm-hmm. in a potato? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, what would happen if I stuck 70 straws in a potato? He's like, it would burst. <laughs> I was like, all right, you're okay. hired. I love you. <laughs> can you, like, move in with me and stick straws in potatoes forever? Now, growing up, too, were your parents very supportive of, I know you wanted to do tennis more and you you saw yourself in that way, but I heard that you would write on your wall with Sharpie markers, songs, and titles. I mean, my parents would kill me Mm -hmm. if I was starting to write on the walls. It's super weird because you don't know what you have until you start really looking around. So now that I've seen the way that my friends grew up, yeah, insane. Like, I was allowed to paint my walls whatever color I wanted, so I had a yellow wall and a blue wall, and then... I started writing quotes and filled them up all the way to the top and then a second layer, a third layer, and then this wall became quote wall too and any kind of lyrics. I had a LimeWire addiction that I regret. (laughs) I had to go to like LimeWire AA and stop (laughs) illegally downloading music. I didn't realize it was bad at the time. So I had all these songs and over, you know, 10,000 different songs with different lyrics and I just needed to like see them, so... That's cool. So then when you were ready to write your albums, did you just be like, okay, I'm going to take this part no, from this wall? No, because that's illegal. <laughs> you can't just take people's lyrics. No, not other people's, but like from your, the wall. your own, like from the wall, you know. Oh, you, you know, I have no idea what inspires me. People ask me that all the time, but I'm pretty sure that that year was a very pivotal Mm-hmm. moment for my creativity because I was just sitting in my room I was homeschooling listening to music oh. all day long downloading like French rap and Turkish music and all these different sounds that I became obsessed with I bought this thing called the saws and tried to learn how to play that I learned mm-hmm. how to play guitar I was learning cure songs on my keyboard like things were happening that year so I'm pretty sure that wall has a lot to do with mm-hmm the way I write. I don't know. Yeah, because I was going to ask about your writing process, but it seems like it's kind of in the moment, whatever happens. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's so weird. Is it more, do you do lyrics first, would you say, before like the music? or Sometimes. I wrote Bitch Like Me on my cell phone before I walked into the studio, and that was my very first song. And I Mm -hmm. would do that. That's, That's how I started. I would write a song and then come in. But when you lose your phone enough times, you just stop. You can't. Like, have you ever had an essay essay delete off of your computer, like, the day before you turn it in? It's It's the worst feeling in the world. Do you have a journal that you keep? No. So imagine having, like, 12 Mm -hmm. songs written and ready to go, and then they're gone. That's happened to me so many times. So Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going to go in the studio with nothing written and see what happens. And Mm -hmm. then started making the album as fast as I released it with Schizo. So we did EPs, and I had no music when I planned the release dates. And then I was like, hey, Red One, I need two songs for this next EP. Can we work? And that really pushed me to be able to write quickly because Mm -hmm. certain producers don't really have time. So you're like, you have 15 minutes to get this done. (laughs) That was was exhausting and fun. Now, are you up for playing a little game? Oh, yeah. I love games. So it's very simple. Basically, I'm going to say something, and you just have to say the first word that, like, pops in your head. Okay. Your favorite villain? Uh, the Joker. Good choice. That was so long. I took a long time. I know. <laughs> the 90s? Bubblegum. Sexy. <laughs> Johnny Depp. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm taking too <laughs> she long. Had to think about that I know one. You're, we, we need like a buzzard or something. <laughs> okay. All right. Ready. Ready mm-hmm. to go. Okay. <sighs> Pee Wee Herman. It's funny. <laughs> you wanted to say something else, so you definitely <laughs> strained yourself. Yeah. Space team. <laughs> Broncos. Okay. Colette Carr. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blowing. Bubble gum. Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbles and bubble gum and sparkles and glitter for <laughs> Sunday. Monday. That's so I like boring. that song. Monday, Monday. <laughs> Cats or dogs? Cats. I really like dogs better, but she said first word that bobs into your mind. So lions. I do prefer lions over dogs. Lions, yeah, really? Cats, yeah, big ones. You can you have, have like a few a dogs, right? I have dogs. I've never had a cat, but if I had to choose between cats and dogs, I'd choose lions. So you kind of like, didn't Michael Jackson didn't have a lion, but I think he had like a tiger or something. It's a shame that I didn't get to cuddle it. That would be so cute. I would love to cuddle a lion. Would you love to go to Africa and maybe go on a safari? I would love to cuddle a lion. So <laughs> if they cuddle, then yes. But if I would go there and get eaten, no. Because yeah, I, I would actually get out of the little car and be like, can we hug? I don't recommend that. I love you. <laughs> maybe a cub, but not in the wild. I would love to cuddle one. Just, can we make that happen? <laughs> you know what? I want to try to make that happen. If you promise to come back, then I will try to let you cuddle with maybe a cub. I don't know if you really. Should. I would love to cuddle a with baby a cub. I will come okay. back here every day. Okay, we yeah. will. We were. We're gonna make this happen. Uh-huh. For you. <laughs> Definitely. So, um, what's next for you? I mean, already you're waiting. Was that it with the, the hot fire questions? Yeah, because I did such a bad job. I just, I just decided to move on. Yeah, because cute. I was that bad at it. I was <laughs> no, so Sunday, you're Monday. Great. Like this is interesting. <laughs> we're really getting a lot out of me here. <laughs> well, I think you know what? We almost need like music in the background. We need like a timer to like you know. Yeah, you know, it's, I'm it's even okay. bad at this. You know, there's like a game, drinking game, where you're just not allowed to say a word somebody else mm-hmm. has said, and that's the only rule. And I'm always like, you, you said blue, so I'm like blue, thinking <laughs> it's a great idea. I know. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say dogs because I knew that you I had prefer three dogs. dogs, and then you, I love dogs. So I like, the game confused me. <laughs> I just okay. said the first word. You said cats. So I already processed that that was a great answer. <laughs> it's like. Lions, I do like lions. Okay, we'll stick with that. It's, it's okay. We'll we'll play the game again. It's okay. <laughs> I'll practice, and next time I come back, I swear I'll be really good. Really, really good. <laughs> so, do you have a release date for your next album? I don't. Do you want to come up with one right now? Soon, May first. Oh, May first. That's mm-hmm. my parents' anniversary, oh. and we have like a lot going on that day already. June sixth, my birthday. July fourth. That's my dad's birthday. Oh, wow. Whoa. Weird. Um, June 6th, we'll try to make that happen. That would be amazing. Oh my gosh. I would feel. So I need special. a name. I don't have a name for it yet. Oh, I thought. I thought you were going to go with a name. I thought, don't you Believe already. Believe in Us? Believe in no, Us. No, that's the album. But oh. this next one's going to be an EP, and I need a name. Mm. So I'm taking requests on Twitter. Okay. Let's think about that. Guys out there, if you have an awesome name, then tweet us. Tweet her. Tweet her, her exactly. Mm-hmm. Or send me a lion cub. A lion cub. That'll, <laughs> that'll what, oh, that's it. What about like lion cub? That might be it. That's that could be it. If something we, with lion in if it. If we discovered it Simba. right now. That's good. Simba? Yeah, because it means lion in um, Swahili. It does? Mm-hmm. From Lion King. Everything always makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't watch. End. You didn't watch The Lion King. I didn't know. There? Like I was three, so how would I have yeah. known that? Oh, Simba, mommy, that's yeah, it, true. Lion in Swahili. <laughs> no, I learned that much later. Don't it made worry. me cry every time. I yeah. know. It was my favorite still. Oh my gosh, I still cry when I watch it. I can't help what it. What is I'm up with that? Baby. Why are the movies so sad? I know. Is that really what we want our children to be watching? I, think I don't we know. Want them like to watch happy uplifting things. Hopefully, I have a lot of time to think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. In your next album, you're going to talk about Simba. You're going to talk about lions. <laughs> think about it. Mm-hmm. Is lion your favorite animal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. So, is there anything new that you feel like you haven't done or tried yet that you want to try? <sighs> like bungee jumping, maybe. Mm-hmm. Hot air balloons. Oh, I did that. Skydiving. No. No, let me try those two first, and then I'll think about it. Yeah. If you can bungee, I think you can skydive. I know yeah, it's I not as I get whiplash so easily. You know those mm. like weird boat string mm-hmm. floaty rides. I think that's gonna happen more with bungee jumping. Yeah, I went. Definitely yeah, with there. with the cord there, I think it's gonna happen. You got to go skydiving. I did that, and it's you'll fun. be fine. Yeah, in the beginning, you're kind of hyperventilating a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little hard to breathe. But once they pull the parachute, it's like such a peaceful little wow. float down. Yeah. Okay, I'll try mm-hmm. it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I was so yeah. happy that you were able to come into the studio today. I feel like we should like end with like your song. We need back it up or something. Put, Something Maybe playhouse. Whatever you want. Playhouse. Yeah, playhouse. Let's do it. Oh, they're taking they're taking some time. It's okay. So I don't we'll know here. Shimmy. Do you have any week? We plans? can all just start shimmy. Maybe we can just shimmy. Well, until it plays. <laughs> <laughs> do you have plans for the upcoming week? Um Yes. Tomorrow I'm going to an event and I wish that I could give them a shout out, but I'm blanking. Can, well, can you go to Coachella again, or did you just you had enough this, of that after last weekend? Oh, I can't two do it again in a row. It's I just can't. too much. I can't. Who did do you, you camp? Huh? What? <laughs> did you go camping? No. Okay. I don't. I really want to give the shout outs to the campers because wow, you guys are amazing. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I'm dehydrated and I like show up when the sun's down. Mm-hmm. How are they doing it? I don't understand. I have no idea. I only go at night. I don't go during the day just because of that. How it's do like you do that? Crazy. How do you camp in the sun, wake up in mm-hmm. the sun? During, I, I have no idea. I can't. I definitely can't do it. That's for I've sure. I've never done it. Who, who do you recommend seeing? Who is your favorite? Sia was unreal. Sia, for sure. Amazing. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, we, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I mean, it was such a great time. Thanks for watching AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Nikki Preston. And I'm Jamie Banks, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JamieBanks underscore, and I hope you adopt a lion cub. I know, exactly. <laughs> I, I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. For After Buzz TV, that was the concert experience. We'll see you guys later, and don't forget to catch Colette Carr. Tell them everywhere that you can find you, that you're going to be. Colette Carr, at Colette Carr. So I'm on Snapchat, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, at Colette Carr, Facebook, everything's at Colette Carr. Perfect, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.